What evidence in the Gospels do you see of Jesus confronting the mess of humanity and 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 how how does he actually respond to it? Well, firstly, he affirms the major premise of the book, which is the mess isn't going anywhere. Hmm. You know, and he affirms it most specifically in his line, the poor will always be with you. It's like it's arresting, right? It's like, no, hold on, that can't be true. You know, we must be able to do something about that. Um, and of course, you know, what does he mean? We don't actually know. Um, but we do know that he speaks about poverty, not exclusively as a material experience. You know, we all have forms of poverty. You know, you go to the wealthiest neighborhoods on the planet and these people have deep levels of poverty in some aspect of their life. Um, but he does affirm that the mess isn't going anywhere. It is here to stay um, in the book. But I think the other thing that is perhaps most poignant to the conversation is that God could have saved humanity any which way. You know, could have clicked his fingers and that would have been salvation. How did God choose to bring salvation to the world? Uh, he chose to come as a child, helpless, um, and to place himself right in the middle of our mess. You know, I think very often when someone else has created a mess, which we tend to do, we do create messes for ourselves. Sometimes messes just happen. You know, natural disasters, those sorts of things, messes just happen. And they can bring devastating heartache and sadness and suffering to our lives. But we do create some of the messes in our lives. And I think sometimes as human beings, when we encounter someone who's made a mess of their life, uh, I think we do have a tendency sometimes to say, all right, well, that's your mess. You know, you made it, you clean it up. Um, and that is not the mind of God. God places himself, the Christmas moment is God placing himself in the middle of our mess. Uh, doesn't try to avoid it, you know, doesn't come in such form that he could be closed off from certain aspects of the mess place himself right in the middle of our mess. And um, I think that's beautiful when you really stop and think about your own mess to understand that God wants to place himself right in the middle of, the, of your mess. To understand that God wants to place himself right in the middle of your mess. Okay. He's not waiting for you on the other side of your mess saying, when you've taken care of that mess, let's resume our relationship. Um, and I think that that is incredibly hopeful. You know, in um, I heard God laugh. You know, one of my favorite lines in the book is, um, you can't live without hope that things will change for the better. And what happens when we get in the mess is we lose hope 
Not that things will change for the better, but even that things can change for the better. Mm. And and that becomes a, a devastating downward spiral, I think. For sure. Um, you know, I think, um, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I think my, my working assumption is that many people are actually afraid to bring their mess to God. Um, afraid to, as to how he might respond. Um, do you think that's true? And, and if you do think that's true, um, how do you think God does respond when we bring our mess to him? I think that is true. I think, um, I think we're not taught how to deal with shame, uh, which is a useless emotion. Um, guilt is a massive advancement from shame. Uh, of course, guilt requires taking personal responsibility for your part of whatever happened, not for everything that happened, but for your part of whatever happened. But, but once you're in guilt, we can do something about that. Shame really turns in on itself. So I think our shame stops us from bringing the mess to God. Okay. But that's like having um, a unique disease, like an incredibly rare disease. There's only one doctor in the world who's an expert in that disease. And refusing to go and see that doctor. It's lunacy, right? I mean, it, it is the lunacy that we get caught up in and that we all participate in. But like God is the expert that can help you solve the mess, make peace with the mess, accept the mess, deal with the mess, whatever. God is the expert that needs to be invited into the equation in order to, to move forward. Otherwise, you're just like that car stuck in the mud. <laughs> You know, just spinning its wheels because it can't get any traction. You know, God comes to the situation and helps us get traction so that we can we can move on. 